Test, 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 test. Um, can all three of you talk? Yes, I can talk. Yeah, yeah, talking, talking. They're so cute. Beautiful. Talk, talk, talk. Kittens, kittens. I heard you all. You're all about the same level or close enough that it horseshoes. Hand grenades. Yeah, yeah. All right. Counting down in five, four. Why am I holding my fingers up? I have no camera on me. Two. Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 601 for the week of September 18th, 2021. Thank you, everybody, for watching this week. I'm Chris Privetier bringing you the week's RPG lack of news. That's a slow week. <laughs> uh, Kelly Ryan joins us to bemoan the lack of news and fangirl about Deltarune. Hey, you buried the lead. Or rather, oh. you. Uh, uh... I buried the lead? I'm sorry, I wrong the lead. term. You exposed the lead. <laughs> I exposed the lead. How dare I? <laughs> That's fine. You spoiled the surprise. Yeah. Josh yeah, Carp- I'm a huge surprise. I'm a huge Delta Undertale fan. Josh Carpenter is here to complain about the lack of news and actually, no, just yep. be depressed. Yep, pretty much. And Jonathan Stringer's here to talk about how much he hates Apple Arcade games. Oh, I do, but I didn't know I was going to talk about that. Oh, I guess that's Josh doing that. Sorry. I, uh, was I swapped. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think Josh would be playing this uh, those games. Now I realize, uh-uh. oh, I got the wrong J name. <laughs> but well, I, too I bad. I already said it now. You have, to bemo- you have to make fun of Apple Arcade now, Jonathan. So that's your job. Me okay. bemoaning new iPad prices to play the one game that I want to play on Apple Arcade hey, this week. They updated the cheap iPad, at least. That's something. Mm-hmm. But like that, that new mini, my mind. that yeah, new that mini my... is better, or is like as good as the phones and costs less than them. And you could actually take calls on it. <laughs> <laughs> Their pricing is weird, Kelly. Yeah. And I well, can't I mean, defend the, it. <laughs> that blew my mind that the iPad mini is more expensive than the base level iPad. Well, yeah, because that base level iPad is now the, the cheap iPad. That's the education uh-huh. iPad. The iPad that you're supposed to compare it to is the Air and or the Pro. Yeah. They've got so, like four lines of iPads going. Okay. I have funny iPads. Uh, I, iPads so I'm not an Apple user at all, sure. hardly. Bought one maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, an old iPad Air 1 or 2 just because it had that nice screen. It was on eBay before the price was shot up. It was like $100, $120. And I got it just to get it for this app for Infinity so you could to play in person it tracks your stats and the game stuff and it's only on 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 apple product uh i devices whatever so i got it and then my daughter quickly took it over because she's been dying to have an ipad that's how that works. and when i use it i i feel like i have old man syndrome now i don't like it. i'm so used to an android i can't even like get around it's like there's no back button how do i go back and I, i'm oh. i'm completely I'm- clueless trying to use that thing and i feel like an old man now I'm sure I'd be the exact same way because I haven't used an Apple device since before I was married. How is there and, not a back button? Yeah, how do you guys live without a back button? The, the, there's uh, the one button, or, or you gestures. swipe up. You swipe up. Gestures. Yeah, get used to it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. My daughter's like, Dad, come here, I'll show you. And she's like, Eight. And I'm like, Oh man, it doesn't. I'm, I mean, you I'm get in used that to it. Stage but now, it is not intuitive because you have yeah. to be told what to do. So if anyone says, well, Apple things are intuitive, well, this is an area where they're not. 
Um, but once you learn it, it is at least easy enough to get work into your habits. But yeah, it'd be nice if there was a back button. <laughs> Just some I mean, physical do you live buttons. With a, without a, do you live without a back button? Like you live without a right click? <sighs> well, actually, Apple, we've had workarounds for right click a long time in the Apple world. And the the laptops actually, they all have right clicks now. Okay. <laughs> um, now, Apple's apps tend to not use them or need them, rather. Um, but yes, you can right-click on Apple. Uh-huh. Guess what? Progress. You're, yeah. <laughs> People realize no. It's it's nice to have more. The yeah, more more inputs can be good. This isn't too many. We want the right-click. The people spoke. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll just wait until Fantasia gets ported. I've that I've mini Kelly is pretty nice. It, it's pretty slick. That's, I've been tempted. That's a powerful thing. <laughs> um, but but it's expensive. Uh, yeah, it's five hundred bucks. It's the price of a game console. So yep, and it's it easier to buy. <laughs> yeah, it does, true. It doesn't help that I would also want the Apple Pencil so that I could use Procreate. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm an artist, and okay. that okay. Apple pencil is also like. If you yes. want to go, if you want to go that way, Kelly, you should be getting the 12 inch Pro. <laughs> I, and, <laughs> there and you I'm, go, Chris. Sell the 1200 dollar one. I, I know, but like, if she wants to do art things, you want the big freaking canvas. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I just and that's expensive. I know, so I I don't know what to tell you, but like, <laughs> that's what you want. It's one of those things that if I'm gonna spend that kind of money on a device to use for one game, I might as well use it for something else like art that you would actually benefit from. Yeah, yeah. Correct. But you're not wrong. And, and this so, is, and yeah. this is how they get you, Kelly. They start yes. you out. So like, There's the five hundred dollar one, and then suddenly you're buying the fourteen hundred dollar one I don't because understand. it can do all this other stuff. The- what about last year's model? <laughs> Oh, John, we, 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 uh, we, uh, they self-destruct after a year. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it'd be like a used car. You like get it a lot cheaper if you just like don't get the. That's actually accurate for the pros. Um, currently the pros have an M1 in them. You could get the A14 pros for less and maybe the A13 pros, I think, or is the, there's like a pro or two back that use the newer pencil, which is the one you want. Um, that, that would be a way to try to save money. The problem is they, these darn things hold a lot of resale value because people like them. I don't know. So, so from what Josh was telling us this week, I might not even want to play Fantasian because he game's kind of annoying you, isn't it? What's going on yeah. with that, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I, well, part of it is I will blame myself for it mostly. Like lately, I have been really busy at work, so I've only been getting these like hour, hour and a half little like bursts of time to play video games. And the second half of Fantasian is broken up where a lot of it is just boss battles. Like you'll go through an area and fight a few enemies and then you finish off with a boss battle. And the boss battles in this game are even regular boss battles are epic. They'll take like 30 minutes to do to like whittle a uh, boss's health all the way down. And which, you know, okay, that's fine. But like you would expect with a boss battle, like it's going to have different it has different attacks as you move through the battle. So you get them all the way down to like their last like 10, 15 percent of health and they'll start pulling out new attacks. And a lot of times 
that's when they'll just like wipe your part. You know, they'll pull out some new attack that you weren't expecting. They'll uh, like there was this one boss that would cast um, curse on your entire party. And in the game, whenever they cast curse on you, you cannot heal that character at all. Not with magic, not with an item, nothing. <laughs> so so you can imagine that that pretty quickly spirals out of control when they cast curse on you. So when they do that late in the battle, you already had to have known that you needed to have some anti-curse equipment equipped on your party. And you have to hope that you actually have enough for your entire party. So, you know, like it's one of those things like I don't know how you can play the game in, in some of these boss battles without playing it once, failing, kind of understanding like maybe what I need to have, how I need to have my party set up to even take on the boss and then doing it again. And so I was just getting really frustrated with that kind of dynamic where like, okay, I have to go spend 30 minutes, die, and then maybe even then just have some sense of how I'm supposed to beat this boss. And then I have to spend a bunch of time really fine tuning the equipment on my party and which party members I'm going to use to try and take on the boss. And it was just way more detail that I was really wanting to spend in these like short bursts I was having. And I was having a lot of nights where I'd spend, you know, I'd go for a couple of runs against the boss. And the first time I'd have to do it just to figure out what the heck to do. And then the second time I'd still, I'd get all the way to the end and he would do something and still wipe out my party. And I'd spend an hour and a half and accomplish absolutely nothing. And I was just getting really frustrated with that. So it's an and, SMT game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is like that. Like, and, and like, I have no doubt lots of people will love that. And I, I, you know, if I were in a different place, I probably would too. But it was just really, you know, when you've only got like an hour and a half to make progress and you, you spend that time and you just bang your head against the wall for an hour and a half and you end up in the exact same place. It's just not a very satisfying you feeling. You did make at the progress. Night. You learned a bunch of and, things that you'll yeah. forget by next night. I mean, <laughs> exactly. That- that kind of stuff is exactly why I'm not really a Soulsborne player because I don't like spending an entire evening beating my head against a wall and feeling like I just wasted my game time. It's like I could have done something, played something else, or I don't know, worked on a project or something. Yeah, I mean, this just feels like an like everything they're going for in this game is older school. That that itself also kind of feels like an older school kind of gameplay mechanic. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's not exactly what I'm looking for right now, you know. And there's no unlike most once again like old school. There's no easy mode to just be like, okay, I don't really want to deal with this. Let me bump down to baby mode and let me you know just get past this boss. Like no, no. There's the singular. You know, there's the singular difficulty level. They, in the second half of the game, they make it so that you can't really just grind up levels because they nerf the experience that random encounters give you above level 35. So you can't just go and spend a couple hours grinding. That doesn't really do anything for you. You you know, you can spend an hour and a half grinding and maybe gain one level, maybe. And even then, that doesn't really make any difference on the boss because the bosses are much more... You know, it's about finding their weaknesses and addressing those rather than just, you know, the level of your party. And I was going to ask you, are you wanting to figure out the stuff on your own or and that just not wanting to look it up? Uh, like sometimes even where I'm like looking at I like I've, I've abandoned trying to figure all the stuff out. I've been even there are plenty of times even where I'm looking it up and I know what I need to do. I still, like, I don't have the equipment to carry it out, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, like that curse battle, 
like I think I only had two pieces of equipment that would prevent curse. So I could, you know, right. like so unless how do you I wanted get more to go equipment, in, then you would have to go back to like one of the earlier levels, and it's like a random drop Ooh. from one boss encounter that you don't even get every single time. Oh, it was geez. something like that. Yeah, it was one of those kind of things. Like you could spend hours trying to get that third one. <laughs> like that, th this is the issue I was kind of having. So I, I just like I just kind of noped out on Fantasian, um, unfortunately. Um, instead, like on the flip side, I've been just playing more and more Hades because that actually fits perfectly for those little, even hour chunks. You always even, make progress in that game. I've been playing exactly, it too. <laughs> exactly. You know, like Hades. even if you, yeah, I know. Even if you've only got an hour to play, like you can do two runs, even if they're both unsuccessful, you get a bunch of those resources that you can make yourself stronger for your later runs. It's just like, it's really fantastic. I think I've. I think last time when I was on the show, like I, I just kind of started and hadn't actually uh, gotten even past like the second part past Asmodeus, like the second part of the dungeon. And like uh, this week, I've had like two successful runs. And it's just like so satisfying when you actually, you know, beat Hades and get out into the world. And like the whole way they do the dynamic storytelling, the way the repetition plays into the storytelling, you get these little drip feed of the story as it goes along is really well done. I want you more guys got me I want on the DLC. You guys got me on the Hades train. Yeah, at first really? I thought for a while I thought with that game that it was going to be frustrating just how much repetition was in it because I was beating my head on it so so much. Mm -hmm. And then Anna told me showed me that it could be played well um and she could do it and I was like, "Well, I guess this means I could do it." And then I made the key change in my playstyle which was try it again with a controller. Um, <laughs> don't use mouse and keyboard. Uh <laughs> It makes a big difference. <laughs> Like, I went from having troubles to, like, beating bosses on the first try that I've never beaten before. Um, So, yeah, and uh, then it, it just, it just you railroad, and it you just get stronger and stronger and stronger, and they, they keep it up. And, like, instead of worrying, oh, am I even going to finish this run? And then I get, and then I have to try again just to get another bit of the drip three feet of story. It's like, no, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to finish this run, and it's not going to be a problem. And... I'm I'm going to get my story and just keep doing it and more importantly I'm just having fun doing the run. And that's mm -hmm. that's what I wasn't sure was going to happen for the longest time and I'm happy to to say that it is happening. Yeah, the, when I was starting playing it it feels more repetitious than it than it is as you go later on. It seems like the further you get in the game the more randomness that starts getting entered into like even the way the game is put together you start getting different bosses as you move along and you know the except the, the butterfly the, room i always get the butterfly room oh the butterfly room <laughs> <laughs> the butterfly room is awful awful <laughs> can be yeah i mean i like trying all the new combinations yeah. of different attacks and skills and then adding you know what what is what's the terms for the when you increase the difficulties, Heat. I forgot what that's called. Heat. Yeah, those are fun too. Yeah. All the new yeah, like, those are fun. boss skills and all that. It's like, oh, how are they going to do this one now? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been doing. It's like I'm actually um, finding that the boss skills, they don't really make it that much harder, and they make the boss fights more interesting just because it's different. Yep. So <laughs> yep. it's an easy way to get heat. <laughs> I like this so much. That's one of the only games on Steam I've unlocked all the achievements. Nice. Man. 
And I probably have like four or five that I haven't done that with. <laughs> That's saying something. I keep getting I epic got... achievements, and they don't look as cool, but they're up there in the upper right corner in a small black box. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't gotten very far. I think I had only gotten as far as the Hydra boss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- There's some builds that I find to be just completely broken. Like, I think Athena has one that lets you deflect projectiles if you dash. Yeah, isn't that fun? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like it made that Hydra boss just a joke because it's projectiles everywhere and I'm just dashing Kelly, all over the place. Wait till yeah. you meet. Wait till you meet Demeter. <laughs> Jeez. Everything she gives you is broken. <laughs> um, I appreciate giving gifts to people. Um, thus far, my favorite weapon is the bow, mm-hmm. just because I feel like um that I don't is know, my I, I least favorite like... weapon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dropping the little uh, Demeter uh, lasers that track yeah. and putting out like five oh, of them. Man, so yeah, cool. No, you those know what are... the worst feeling is? Accidentally getting the Demeter upgrade that points it back at you. And I've done that, and it's <laughs> that can be good too, though. I don't know how to use it well. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just gotta... So those are actually useful in Hades too. And, and I uh, can't use them against the him. Arena. I just take too much damage if I do that. Oh. Yeah. So the the trick with Hades is to to prioritize just reviving. Okay. And just and taking it slower if you have to. That's how I did started doing a lot better with him is always hide. I'll take little chunks at a time if I have to. Make sure I prioritize dodging out of his, his stuff first and and doing damage only when I can. I still prefer a shield or fist builds where I can just be up in his face. <laughs> That's the hardest way to kill Hades. I know, but it's so fun when you're just standing there taking. Now, keep in mind, we play on God mode, Jonathan. So that's part yeah. of it. Yeah. So we can actually sit there and sometimes just tank hits if you've stacked enough damage resistance. It's like, screw you. I'm going to kill you before uh, you kill me. And it's just like this father son slap fight. And it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember what mode I played on, but if what if you get in his face too much, those that cleave is such a huge arc. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta roll in, take a few shots, put your stuff down, use your you know specials, and run out real quick and go hide. Yeah, I had this great build last night where I'd stacked um, like uh, uh, what's it called, drunk, plus doom, um, plus damage resistance, plus a bunch of extra f- speed on my attack, and <laughs> so it's just like right there in his face. It was great. <laughs> what's hilarious is that first night i was playing i was like man i just feel like i am not getting any good and i realized i had god mode off oh yeah (laughs) but luckily when you turn god mode on it treats as it treats it as if you've had it on the whole time because i at that point i had built up like 25 percent resistance but 25 is where it starts actually oh it is oh okay never never mind never mind um and yeah, I prefer I the um, range builds. I can't wait to unlock the gun, which I think is the last weapon. Well, it can't be 25. Yeah, I'm kind of on the gun. Yeah, the gun. Uh, I said the tough. bow was the least favorite. I meant the gun. Oh. The gun is <laughs> is a little more higher. It's more of a um, a learning curve with the gun. There are some yeah. issues with that gun. You can get builds that get rid of the, the reload, and that helps a lot. Yeah. Um. But if you don't get that, that gun is. I have trouble with that gun. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, no, have like y'all fought? Too, uh, you're too stationary with the gun. I feel like. 
Yeah. Have you fought Caron yet? Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. He's probably the hardest boss, to be honest. I I had a really good build on that run, so I was able to just take him out, and then I got the discount card. It was amazing. Then the discount card only lasts one run, and it made me so yeah. sad. There's some. Well, you gotta kill him to do get some achievements, I, I believe. But mm-hmm. I would fight him, and I'm like I'd have access to go, or I'd go through and have access to fight him. Like, oh, do I really want to do this? Because <laughs> to me, Hades it's is easier help. than Karen. Yeah, he's he's tough. Oh, so it sounds like you do want the deflection. If yeah, you uh, go for him, Karen. That would be, yeah. I think good. But he's also got this giant aura attack that. Yeah. attacks most of the screen at once it's oh jeez <laughs> it's, it's this big sword attack that gets me i can dodge the other it's stuff an or it's, it's not a sword or whatever it's his boat or, or. Yeah. <laughs> right because he's kara <laughs> and i haven't tried the fists yet um, oh yeah i want to see fun. how those play. I love the fists. fists are satisfying yeah yeah that, your that special said, with I... the fists is an uppercut so it's like boom, boom, boom. yeah oh yeah sure okay and I was sort of enjoying playing around with the shield, but just something about that bow just kind of clicked with me. Um, There's a shield power-up you... you can get, Kelly, that instead of charging, you fire a shot. Oh. So that's fun to just like kind of sit there and charge up and fire this piercing shot that goes through armor, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to sit in the corner now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what, what I was liking about the bow was being able to... Um, Sit in the corner, like I got a build that let me um, deflect shots. Oh, okay, like, that would help. Yeah, yeah, or like ricochet shots. So d- same thing, just sit in the corner, just pelt, sending out arrows yeah. and uh, deflecting everything and hitting, especially in those rooms with those little guys that shoot the bombs. Mm, yeah, those guys can get irritating. Have you? Oh, you haven't met the little chariots yet, have you? Okay, I don't think so. No, no that's Elysium. You'd know. <laughs> I You'd think know. yeah, I th- and I, Elysium is the first furthest that I've got. Okay, and Hades I, is fun. I, I, I want to play a lot more of this. I, I, it's grabbing me in a way that I didn't think it would grab me because I, I wasn't really a big fan of Bastion. I didn't like how that one controlled, yeah. and that that was kind of giving me vibes of Bastion. But no, they up their control game with this game. Everything's so smooth. Controls just so beautifully. Also, oh, uh, D- Dionysus is best god. <laughs> it, it's so much fun in that game. Like even like you have to even be careful with who you're take, which god you're taking the uh, benefits from, because they'll get if you pick gods who don't like one another, they'll get pissed off and force <laughs> you to choose one of them and fight. <laughs> Everything about that game is fantastic. It really is. Oh, and I made the dumb mistake of trying to give Hades a nectar, not realizing that he apparently doesn't like people getting nectar in the underworld. Yeah. And his reaction to that was just hilarious. Like, <laughs> get out of my sight. I'll I'll be taking this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's contraband. Well, you said to give everybody at least one nectar so that they would give you stuff, and yeah, I thought uh, he counted. He doesn't give you stuff. He's different. Yeah, after I did He's it, He's kind of like, it. when everyone else is done, you just shove things in him just to see what funny things he says. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> you think? <laughs> just a little bit. This person. 
is very good at the game. It's making me sad. Sorry, but I didn't been... have the stream up. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, doing... but you've been playing all kinds of stuff, haven't you, Kelly? Oh, yeah. Um, I've been trying to finish Mega Drive Picross only so that I can play more Hades. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> That's an interesting reasoning. Well, I, I don't know what it is. I've, I've, I haven't wanted to play Hades in the evening just yet because I know I'll get into a one, just one more run loop and not want to go to bed. So I figured I'd polish off Mega Drive Picross first and then get into the just one more puzzle and I'll go to bed. But at the same time, I feel like I'm a god at Mega Picross because I've almost got all of those puzzles solved. If Anna was here, she'd be probably be clapping at me because Mega Mega Picross is where you have um, clues over two columns, and it's more challenging. But I also feel like it's more yeah, you're, you've got it up right now. Um, I, I feel like I've played so much Picross over the years that I've kind of wanted a better challenge to kind of work my brain to figure stuff out a little bit better and I've got about three puzzles left in Mega Picross and then I've got to do all of the uh, Clip Picross puzzles which um, are uh, like one big mosaic or puzzles that are one big mosaic that turn into one big picture and of course the Mega Drive themed Picross or the Sega Genesis themed Mega uh, sorry I'm stuttering let me back that up. All of the puzzles in this uh, version of Picross are Sega Genesis themed. So it's really neat seeing games that I played as a kid, like Sword of Vermilion and Sonic and uh, Dynamite Heady and all of that. This is and, just perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's a, son a puzzle that brings the brings forth a Sonic um, character. But there's also been like Shining Force characters and Fantasy Star characters and stuff like that and the music is very genesis inspired so that's been a lot of fun too and so it's um, got that particular genesis uh ouvre sound to it mm -hmm. yeah but not the bad genesis sound with the fart bass the good genesis sound uh, that i'm sorry <laughs> every there is not a fart free genesis there's there's the Genesis with the good farting sound chip and the Genesis without the good farting sound chip. Well, no, chip. it's not that it's chip. It's more of do they use the gems or not. It's how they – so some games don't use it. And then a lot of the a lot of the U.S.-made games use the farty gems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. But then there's also <laughs> the good and bad sound chips within the Genesis. Genesis? Genesis? Just say Mega Drives. Mega, mega Drives. Mega oh. Genesises. I guess it's all going to sound good here, but yeah. yeah <laughs> Nobody's going to emulate the bad chip. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm close to finishing that. I've been playing a lot of Tales of Arise. Um, I just got to the I just got through the snow area, and I'm in the third area right now. That's like all bright and colorful, and I just unlocked a ranch. Um, I don't know how far you are, Chris. I have met the next character who needed to take a nap, and then they've woken up, and we're setting out. Oh, the mage character with the owl? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty early. Being vague. I don't I don't know. I'm being <laughs> well, vague just, about where I'm at. Oh, oh no. I, I, can't, I cannot remember her name for the life of me, but um, I like having her around because, or 
when you get her in her party permanently, the owl character, her owl familiar, pops up when there's an owl in the area. I think I found all the owls in the first area. I have, have dog been... ears and cat ears and bunny ears and bunny tails <laughs> and dog tails and cat tails. Have you been to the owl forest yet? No. Is that accessible to me already? Um, you. Now that you have her, you'll eventually get to the oh, owl okay. forest. And um, that's where you can see how many owls you have left. Because yeah. um, there's like five perches in the owl forest and yes. each one represents an area. And I've gotten all of the four or all of the owls in the first two areas. All right. Which I I didn't realize until I found the one with the cattail that all of the owls that you find have whatever costume it is that they're wearing. Yeah, it's all a costume collection. And and also, um, give, giving Alfin anything like an eye patch that covers his his one good eye to me is just freaking hilarious. I don't know if you've done that. No, I, none of the things I found in the first area are eye patches. So, but they also, but they give him glasses. They put them on top of his head for some reason. I love it. But then you give him a monocle, and the monocle like fits his one good eye comfortably. Would it which be is also better or worse if he put it over the masked eye? It'd be, it would be funnier. <laughs> Just a mono, monocle on the outside of the mask. Yeah, like, why the hell not? <laughs> um, I'm waiting for the girl whose name is blanking me, or escaping me, Shion. Yeah? I, um, I'm waiting for her to, like, get nice and get out of the Sundere phase. Her character is literally Sundere. Yes. It's not just, like, a thing. Like, literally, she's Sundere. Yes. <laughs> you can't Everything that comes out of her mouth is Sundere? No, like, yes. if you touch her, you get shocked. She's oh. literally yeah, Sundere. <laughs> oh, um, I think something else I'm going to say. Oh, okay, un- unlocking the ranch is interesting too because you can um, raise livestock and for like cooking recipes, and it seems like every single side quest you do in this game requires cooking ingredients. So it's kind of a great place to get all the eggs and beef and uh, pork that you need. And the best part is that you can have two, uh, like a two dogs and two cats to guard the ranch for you. Cool. Yeah, I yeah. Um, haven't gotten to that yet. I've been having fun with what I've been playing, and it sounds like there's more to look forward to. Yeah. Um, Too bad I keep getting distracted with Hades. <laughs> yeah, and... And I got distracted with a game that got shadow dropped on Friday. Uh-oh. Is, is it technically a shadow drop? Well, I mean, they announced it slightly ahead of time, but yeah. what, just like a day in advance or something? Yeah, like 48 hours in advance. So um, I think Wednesday was the 20, or not the, not the 25th, I'm sorry, the sixth anniversary of Undertale. So they did a live stream playing through Deltarune, and which was the sequel. And then we're like, surprise, uh, chapter two of Deltarune's coming out Friday. And Anna send, sends me this in a private message. And I'm like, oh, my God, I did not expect this at all. So there was a countdown on the Deltarune site that literally counted down until it was going to be dropped on Steam. And your save file carries over, which is awesome. Um, they say that you don't really need a save file, but you kind of do because 
chapter two kind of has a town building element to it. And that every monster you spare becomes a part of your town. And if you bring over a save file, everything that you've done in the first chapter carries over. Ah, so you get a head start on your town if you, yeah. you know, like saved a bunch of monsters. Yeah. And not only that, all of your items carry over too, because I looked at my inventory and I still had a bunch of healing items left over. And I'm like, okay, well, this was a nice little thing. I'm glad that I didn't uh, delete the game because um, I think you just downloaded the original game right from the website and it was a it was like disguised as a survey program or something. And you open it up like, oh, surprise, it's a sequel to Undertale. Um, I, I think I had forgotten that it had been two years since they actually released Chapter 1 of Deltarune. I hadn't, I'd forgotten it had been that long. Yeah, I time kind of got away from me, too. I didn't realize it had been that long either. And I don't know why I thought that, because we did a backtrack on Deltarune when we talked about Undertale. And we wouldn't have talked about it if it was uh, shorter than two years. So, um, I can't really talk about the rest of the game, just because if you haven't played uh, Chapter 1, you are definitely going to get spoiled playing Chapter 2. I don't know why anyone would play Chapter 2 first, um, especially since now it has a Steam Launcher, and Steam Launcher com- the Steam Launcher comes with both chapters, just outright. Mm-hmm. Um and it's all free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all free. Um, we have a new story about this later. But um, the, the thing that is funny, though, is that the the second chapter literally takes place like the day after the first chapter ends timeline-wise. And the main, the other character in your party, Susie, is like, hey, let's go back to the dark world. It feels like it's – I know it's only been a day, but it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> you know, joking that it took two years. Because, of course, they had to. <laughs> and, and that's, like, literally all I can pretty much say about the game story-wise. Because, it, yeah, your best bet is to go in blind. So, uh, so is he doing everything himself again? Or is he actually got, bringing more people in? He's he's bringing more people in this time than Undertale, right? Yeah, he's got a team now. Yeah. But it's still going to be slow, artisanal RPG rather than something that comes out quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we've got a new story about that later that we can get get into it a little bit more. But um, that's all I played last night. I didn't realize that Chris like deliberately didn't want to hang out in Discord so that he could let me play it. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, that, well, that's that was sweet of you, but I missed you guys last night. I know. He's not hanging out with you for your own good. Well, as long as it was that, not because he just didn't want to hang out with me. I don't know, because they smell over the internet or something. I hate when that happens. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Okay. Uh, Did we not... Do I have anything less? No, I don't. So, what, uh, what about Jonathan? You've been playing tons of things. Yeah. That different... Uh, well, it's easy too when I haven't been on in a while. Yeah, um, that's true. All right, you get to cheat. <laughs> so, for a bit, I was playing through the other. So I played the first. I said the first PC Kickstarter Shadowrun game, uh, and then I liked it and, st- and finished it, beat it, and then I had played 
Dragonfall or Hong Kong. So a little backstory on why I played this. I, I've actually never read the Neuromancer book. And so on my compete to work, I started listening to the audiobook. And all that made me do is like, oh, I need to play some more Shadowrun. <laughs> so because if you're not familiar with Shadowrun that much, and if you're not familiar with Neuromancer, it's like an early like 82, 84 book, somewhere around there. Uh, Shadowrun is taking a ton of – it's basically Neuromancer with adding elves and magic and dwarves in it, right? So it's uh, heavily, heavily influenced by it. So anyway, see so Cyberpunk. Played... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all the decking and all – even like the street samurai, all those words are like straight from Neuromancer. Um, so I played uh, Dragonfall first. I played in the order that came out. Uh, I, I really like these. The, the dialogue – the level of effort they put in doing the dialogue and and the and interaction uh, is top notch. So it's actually fun to read your decisions that your you know dialogue tree decisions makes somewhat of an impact in the game and your ending and what characters you can get to a degree. But I think in the end, like your ending is going to be fairly similar no matter what. You, it, a lot of the stuff that's happening in the book or in these games are part of the Shadowrun canon, so they can't really go and switch it around too much without you know changing uh real timeline stuff right so right but that being said uh, i really liked the i think dragonfall is the best of the three uh story-wise and the first one's probably the weakest of the three and the first one was a good game uh dead man switch i believe they called it yep and then uh so i went through that and i played hong kong and you know to me hong kong's right up there with dragonfall and there's even a little extra little chapter, a uh, couple couple runs and a mission to close it all up at the end. And uh, I didn't really get bogged down playing him. I, I went through him, uh, enjoyed myself. Um, challenging. It's got a few parts where it gets a little hard, but overall, I think it's on the easier side at the default difficulty uh, for compared to the other games uh, of it. But I was just more having fun getting through it and enjoying the story that I didn't really want to dial up the challenge too much and get frustrated with it. So. Uh, went through those. Uh, I really like them. I like almost everything about them, except for I wish you could do a little more. Uh, I, w- I, w- I wish there was a little more freedom, right? This game is basically uh, very on rails. Go do this battle, come back. You can walk around your little town home area just a little bit, which and it's really small with only a few points of interest. So it's kind of like just pushing you from battle to battle, which a lot of strategy RPGs do anyway. But some of the ones, like the, the old Genesis Shadowrun, right? That was much more, you know, very open world. Go and adventure and do what you want. I kind of wish that would happen, but then I think they'd struggle having as much of a, uh, a dialed-in um, narrative and, and such. So I think you, you kind of trade off one for the other to a degree. Um so I like that. It, it really, really kind of feel almost like point-and-click adventures with tactical RPG battles mixed in, but without the point-and-clicking, or without the, like the, the the puzzle finding stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, it does. So, yeah. So I went through those, and then I started playing Loop Hero. I didn't know what to think of Loop Hero, and I heard people <laughs> liked it for a while. And I got sucked in. I played like hours and hours. So it was like two weekends ago or maybe less. I don't know. It was, I got really sucked in, whatever it was. And I was also sick. So I was home with the flu for a while. So it gave me time to kind of sit here and just like play it. And it was just like veggie zombie out on it. And it was like, oh, one more run. It's one of those one more, instead of one more turn, it's one more run. 
mm-hmm. some of those runs take like 45 minutes, right? So I sucked in a lot of hours, and then I like hit a wall and I just stopped. It's really weird. I've never been that hooked on a game and then that non-hooked on a game that quickly. I don't Is know. the Switch version of that out yet? Hmm? Uh, I don't think it's out yet. Okay. I didn't think so, because it's supposed to be coming to Switch at some point. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, I was really sucked in. And then, so was it last week or the week bef- weekend before? I'm starting to dig it fuzzy these days. Uh, I tried out the New World beta, and I only... my I kind of have a no more MMO rule anyway, right, lately, just because if I play those... It, it kills all my free time, any free time I have with work and family, and that's all I get to do, right? And then mm-hmm. I, whenever I play MMOs, I can't just kind of casually play them. I either, like, have to really get into them or I just lose interest. So I, I kind of, I've just resigned myself to not bothering. Um, but I was like, my brother's playing it and a few other friends are going to try it out free beta weekend. I was like, all right, I'll just see what it's got to offer. I've heard a lot of stuff, good and bad about it, right? So I played it a little bit, and... You know, it's the left click to attack, right click to block. You can do a little dodge roll. And then as I like, graphics look nice in the PC and world seems pretty cool. It seems kind of well done, but it didn't really feel like I was getting offered anything new. And it felt like it, it kind of lacked some of the quality of life things. Like you go and you put all your stuff in this storage and you can only access it from that town. And it's kind of a lot of grindy running simulator stuff. And I'm like, you know... 10, 15 years ago, this probably would have been really cool, but I just can't get interested in this. And it's not bad. It's just I can already see, like, the writing on the wall for me with it. And I was like, no, I'm just going to – I'm glad I just played the beta and didn't sink any money into this. So that was uh, that was enough for me. <laughs> and then I was like, I need to go back and play more Loop Hero. So that's, that was kind of calling me. But anyway, I played Loop Hero, uh, and I just kind of, like – I don't know, I just hit it, and I'm like, oh, don't feel like playing Loop Hero anymore. And I don't know why. I've never really done that to where I've ramped up a game so hard and then ramped off so quick. But it's pretty fun. It's got a good little hook. Uh, Then just recently, I was like, okay, what am I playing next? And while I love the series, and this is probably one of my favorite games of all time, I've never actually completely beat Baldur's Gate 2. And that being said, I've never played Throne of Ball or Bale or however you want to say it. Uh, so I've, and I hear the expansion is basically another Baldur's Gate game altogether. It's really huge. So I've gotten really close to beating the Shadows of Om, but never quite beat it. So I'm running through the extended, or sorry, the not the, the enhanced edition uh, version, and now I'm getting uh, character selection anxiety. I don't know which NPCs and what party group I want, and there's so many options, and I want them all, but I can't have them all. So He's, that's the is is Arenicus's voice still the best villain voice ever? Yeah, Arenicus yeah. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty cool. And he's a pretty well-known voice actor for games, I believe. I think he's yeah. done a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't remember his name. But I I think I remember hearing him in other games. I'm like, "Oh, that sounds just like Arenicus." He's in movies oh, yep. too. He's it he's an Arenicus. actor. <laughs> is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I remember reading up on him at one point, but it's, David it's Warner. been a while. Yeah, yeah. But I was, was like, oh, you're and things like that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe maybe I heard his voice in a maybe I was watching a movie and I heard and was like, man, that really sounds familiar. Maybe that's why I went down that rabbit hole. He was uh, in Avatar. Like that, but... 
<laughs> yeah. And Mary He's... Poppins returns. He's the admiral. That's where I know from not. No, maybe it was from Avatar. Maybe I rewatched Tron because I've been doing this. Um, go back and watch all these seventies and eighties movies that He's I never Ra's seen. He's Ghul in the Batman animated series. Uh, he's done so many. Yeah, I shouldn't even. There's so many things. No, he's awesome. And then there's little scenes in there. Yeah, and like anyway. voice scenes and acting that not just from him but others. I'm like, man, I this is. I remember like playing this like just yesterday, and I played it like 20 years ago. And like some of the like that Balin Gale going cool. I remember that being annoying but memorable at the same time. And then the little mince stories and. Or sorry, not the mince, the mince, uh, the voicing and or dialogue he's got, and uh, just memorable. And so I was like, oh yeah, I remember this clearly, and it's been so long. I love the game, but sorry, a little long-winded, but that's what I've been playing—a good PC mix. I guess it's off I think, the- uh, or Chris, didn't you play something else? You have something Nothing else that on the matters. Sheet. Yeah, the I've been playing. Well, since we're talking about Minsk, uh, he's in this game that I've been playing, which is the uh, Champions of the Forgotten Realm Idol game, which is the the next game from the people who made the um, Crusaders of the Lost Idols game that Anna and I play a ton of. So we've both moved on to their next game, and by next game we mean a game they put out four years ago. But <laughs> now we're just moving on to it. <laughs> I, um... I don't talk about it very much, but I do play that game. Oh, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm obsessed with uh, character placement and trying to build like the best team. Right. And that Well, that's the same as the game we've been playing more or less, Kelly, before and, that, so, yeah. And uh Bird Bird Song is my favorite character uh cuz it's of course it's a tabaxi. So, I need to get this new Hugh man, which is three cobalts oh. in a coat. Yes. <laughs> that that character is like one of the more broken ones. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, because where he is in your formation depends on what he does. And if he's at the front, then quest items count for double. Oh, cool. It's a speed character. If he, yeah. But if he's at the back, then he gives you some pretty decent buffs. I love it. Yeah, uh, and Minsk, uh, let's see if I can get him up. Where is he? What slot's he in? Here he is, right here. So Minsk is in this game, and he's in the Baldur's Gate games because he's a Forgotten Realms character, so he shows up in a lot of fiction involving those people. And Yeah, I don't know all the characters from the Forgotten Realms stuff, but like I know there's a lot of recurring ones, and you can see them in Drist, the Neverwinter MMO. Right. Yeah, Dritz, the, the Drow. And then Elminster, I'm sure they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dritz is in this game. Elminster, I think, shows up as like NPC story character, but not as a player character. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. One thing you want to do is go to the subreddit. Actually, I could just post it in the chat. So they like regularly advertise Twitch streams. Oh, I have all the. I've redeemed all the chess codes. Okay. If good. that's what you're telling me, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. The other game had stuff like that too. So. But, well yeah, and the, <laughs> so do you get them from the subreddit? Yeah, I even downloaded okay. a script to help redeem them. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, so I'm annoyed. I'm, 
I'm playing the Android version, and you can't transfer your save file between yeah, the I know. Android version. It sucks. There's no cross yeah. save. Their other game, you can it, you can carry your save to different platforms, but uh, this game they said no, we don't want to do that because it's too hard to maintain. Like, okay, great. It is also so so hard not to spend money in this game. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> already been. I already spent thirty bucks on these little clicky guys, and I think that's going to be it for me. But it's hard to not want to spend more on more clicky guys. But ultimately. You're spending money to not play the game, and it makes no damn sense. <laughs> yeah, having enough to at least fill your screen and give you a couple on the bottom, personally, mm-hmm. is all you really need. Yes. And I said that, and then they released a black cat one, and I was like, oh, okay, the, yeah, you gotta, gotta have a black one, right? cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and establish those the limits and hold of them. Yeah, of course I did. For charity wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I, like yeah, the I don't mind but I don't mind buying the cheaper ones just because you know it's like eh, it's That a... was my rule. I bought the charity one and then only the ones that are five bucks. And then that's it. Yeah. The ten dollar ones I'm leaving. Because right? I, I need to put a hard cap. I spent too much money on their other game and I'm not gonna do it again here. And I have mm-hmm. to establish that early. So I establish it early by spending money. <laughs> so I can just see how that's gonna go. <laughs> Anyway, we don't want to talk about my idle clicky game. Um, let's get into the news, right? Okay. Oh, wait, some, or the feedback. feedback. Oh, we have some special feedback, Kelly. Somebody called our phone number. Oh, boy. Is it about a horse? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I So I don't have the hardware hooked up right now to make this happen easily, but um, I will give you a dramatic reading of the call. Okay. Hi, this is Joe from Illinois. I'm just wondering if you still have the horse for sale. Why do you guys keep getting calls about horses? I think because we teased it when we were asking for people to call. Oh my gosh, I've got people's phone number on the side of the screen. Go away. (laughs) got people's actual phone numbers on the side of the screen. Uh, uh, I'm doxing people. Shoot. So, so, I mean, was it serious or was it, could you even tell? Um, no, and that's, people love just making it sound serious, so I don't know if they're serious or not, but I think it's (laughs) listeners this time. I don't know. (laughs) Well, we're just happy to know that the phone line still works. 608-729-4098, 608-729-4098, you too can ask if we have the horse still available and get no reply, because we don't! (laughs) (laughs) There's no horse. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> Call, you could, you could have horse. had Salt Lick, but you sent yeah. it back. He, mm, yeah. He's ready <laughs> to send us another Salt Lick. All we have to do is say, it's time for, for Zestria, sweetener of the future. <laughs> or seasoner of the future. And he will send that. I just love that he got mad, legitimately got mad at Anna for sending that back because he had to pay like a hundred dollar restocking fee. Yes, the best. <laughs> I don't think it was a hundred dollars, but it was a restocking fee, so it cost him it money. Was... <laughs> yeah, which is like the poetic justice, right? That's that's well, just sweet or salty. Well, did the salt <laughs> did the salt lick cost him money? Yes. Okay, so so he's getting money back. Yes. Minus a restocking fee, right? So I, I mean, like, how how far are you willing to go for a prank? 
he, he went, I think he's learned that he shouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, this was Lucifer, Lucifer, uh, former RP gamer, staff member slash podcast member. Um, and he, uh, formed his own website and, um, uh, maintains a friendly rivalry with us in his mind and as part of that elicited listener donations to send us a salt look <laughs> lucifer is going way back in the cast yeah uh these it's a, a 50 pound block of salt meant for something either a salt lick or a, or a water treatment system i forget which but uh it's it was a, it was all livestock. a prank because they 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 uh started a pun off of zestria uh, zestiria they misspelled, mispronounced it Zestria, and then said Zestria, sweet uh, seasoner of the future, and then they sent us some, and it was all weird. Yeah, so now that I've explained the joke and it still isn't funny, um, what do we got for feedback? <laughs> well, our question of the week last week was, which I forgot to put in. Um, I, I went back to blank, and it finally clicked with me. Was that it? Yeah, the yes. one I kept saying drug names for. Yeah. And do and it was like Chris. Yeah. Um. So our first response was from Squiggy Leo, aka Pascal Takaya, who says, "What immediately comes to mind is Final Fantasy XII. Not that I hated everything about it the first time on the PS2, but man, that battle system didn't make me happy. <laughs> setting setting up gambits to let the AI control my party was not how I was used to playing my JRPGs. Fast forward to the Zodiac Age release in 2017, and while it still had gambits to contend with, the simple addition of streamlining the license board to give characters more defined roles did wonders for me. I'd count Demon Souls in this list, too. I had the game, but I heard how flipping difficult it was it was, was supposed to be and it put me off trying to play it for the longest time when i did i found i absolutely loved it as a result i played so many enjoyable games of that type that i would otherwise missed out on from dark bloodborne to dark souls to the search you know i never got the gambit hate i thought it was pretty cool it allowed me to actually use all those final fantasy buffs and debuffs that you really mm-hmm. hardly ever used before then yeah i i, I love I love the Gambit system too. It was a lot of fun to play around with. I think the sis- the problem with that system was that there were certain builds that were kind of intended for you to take into bosses, and if you didn't build your characters that way, those bosses oh. would be very hard, and it was hard to know what you're supposed to be building your character to do because it was very open up or very wide open um, on the license board as to what you could take, and then it didn't matter how much time you spent making gambits you 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 didn't have the right skills combos <laughs> yeah yeah i'm told that the zodiac version is the way to play okay um, i haven't done that one but that would make sense and then from kroll monster hunter is the obvious one that comes to mind to be frank i played monster what is mhfu monster hunter unite? freedom unite Okay, I played Monster Hunter Freedom Unite on iOS, which was suboptimal. I could see there was a good game in there, but also a swamp of systems. Decided to give it a go with Monster Hunter Rise, and that is simply just an excellent game, even if I'm still terrible at gauging where and when those combat and and animations will finish. Yeah, I think Rise is the most noob-friendly one they've released so far. Oh, Um, I think World is more. Hmm. But sure, fine. I, I'm not going to argue it. Like either way, both of them are so much more approachable than the old games. <laughs> In world, could you like eat at your camp when you went into a quest? 
Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, all I, I needed often, to know. Yeah, I would often forget to eat, and then there's a place right by your camp where you started where you could just take a meal. Um, it wasn't as good as options, though, as eating from the, ma- the master chef. So. And you still weren't screwed. Right. Yeah, I watched it. There's a video on YouTube that's like, well, eating in Monster Hunter Rise. Like, oh, I forgot to eat. I'll just go to camp and eat. Yeah. Eating in any other Monster Hunter. I forgot to eat. Well, this run is done. <laughs> Not true. You can do a run without eating. And just... then, um, finally, from Alex Fuller, aka Seven Miria, or Mira. I joined in on the Final Fantasy thir- or not 13, 12, which didn't align with me initially, but I thoroughly enjoyed the Zodiac Age. The other one would be World Ends With You. Oh, interesting. Had to come back to it. Maybe you didn't like the controls on the 3DS. Or yeah, the that's, DS, that's possible. <laughs> it got much easier with some of the later ports, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that tracks. Okay, so that's all of our feedback. Um, I don't know if we have a question of the week this week or not. Uh, shouldn't it just be like, are you playing Delta Rune? Isn't that the new thing? Maybe. Yeah, I, but I what, don't know. what kind of discussion are you going to have around that? Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel about episodic RPGs? There we go. What games have you dropped like a rock like Fantasian? Um, <laughs> And loop oh, here. Man, and loop here. Oh, oh, I like that one. Have you ever just you hit a wall in a There you go. In a great game and just couldn't play it anymore? Is that right? A wall? Um yeah. a, a actual or mental. Yeah. There we go. Get more <laughs> both. an actual wall that would be like an you know, mm. like a platformer, like yeah, I hit this wall, couldn't get me any farther, and quit. God, I can I'm I know I have one and I'm completely blanking. I know I've hit mental walls where it's just been like, oh, this is boring. I don't want to touch it anymore. So so the game that comes to mind for me is The World Ends With You. Like that was a game where I got to like the second week in that game, the the boss at the end of the second week. And the problem was is that game, you know, you had the the combat on the top and the bottom screen. I think it was the bottom screen that was with the controls. And I learned that was the part or no, it was the top screen where you could just let the AI control it for you. And I quickly learned in the second week, I sucked at controlling with the, the actual button controls while also trying to do the scratching on the touch screen at the same time. So I just left that to the AI and you're fine during that second week, but you get to that last boss and he would just wreck me <laughs> when I left it to the AI. So like that that became this wall where I just couldn't couldn't get past it and kind of had to drop the game because I couldn't get good enough at the uh, the controlling both control systems at the same time to get past that second boss. Um, have uh, even on easy mode? I think so. I don't know. It's been you know ten years or whatever since I played that. It's been a very long time. Yeah. No, I I get it. That that game can be kind of a pain in the butt to control. Um, do do MMOs count for hitting a wall? Because I felt like I did in Final Fantasy Eleven. That seems um, fair. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Any game I, that you're I, like just into and you're having fun, and then you're just like, I can't touch this anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, because once I had to start grouping up to get any sort of progress or anything, it's like, well, I'm done. Because apparently, I guess in the early days of that game, you had to group up to like do any sort of level grinding. Had to. You can't solo that unless you're like Beastmaster or whatever. Yeah. Beast Tamer or whatever. I can't remember the class. Yeah. So. I usually experience this with idle games, um, clicker games, where it's just like cookie clicker, for example. There's just a point where it's like, I know what I'm doing. I just, I can't click these buttons anymore. I can't keep looking at these darn evil grandmas on my screen anymore. I, I can't play this. Like, I, That's I'm sick of it. <laughs> kind of how Loop Hero is. It's <laughs> it, it's very churn. It's because it's a roguelike, you know, and a, it's an auto battler, right? So mm-hmm. it, it kind of has that aspect of it, too, I think. Which makes me sad because Cookie Clicker just came out on Steam and they're adding really creatively named achievements. <laughs> like, including ones where they're just throwing legal text into an achievement to see how long the achievement box can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, Cookie Clicker and other kind of games like that always drive me nuts because you like hit a point to where you'd have to like literally leave it running for days and days and days to yeah. even to buy any more upgrades. Yeah. So at that point it's like, well, do I ascend and start from scratch and like get a little bit more of a bonus or nah, I'm just going to go do Usually something Usually at that point you're supposed to ascend, but it, then they added more things. Kelly, there's gardening in that game. Yeah, okay. I knew that. All right. <laughs> It's so weird. Because <laughs> on the browser version, I got very obsessed with the gardening and trying to unlock all the seeds. Okay. So. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to our news. Beep, 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 Why am I beeping? I'm reading the news. Um, <laughs> Action RPG Asterigos announced. This is by Game Acme Game Studio. And this is a high fantasy setting with Roman and Greek influences. Nobody sounds that thrilled. I don't know anything about it. I'm sitting here looking at the trailer. It's, I mean, it it looks pretty good for a small team, you know, for obviously a smaller developer. But yeah, it's an action RPG. It's going to live and die with the combat. So mm-hmm. kind of hard to tell. I from mean, the it doesn't look bad. Trailer. I it just no. I don't know how fun it is to play. So I need to hear some. Like it's got some. It looks pretty actually. Mm-hmm. So like this looks well produced. So. Um, we'll see. Uh, when's it coming out? Next year. Yeah, 2022. Being developed for PC, PS4, PS, and PS5. So, cool. Um, we've also got Reverse Collapse Codename Bakery pushed Ooh, to I like bakeries. Is this about cookies? No, this oh. is a remake of a 2013 game called Codename Bakery Girl. What? And it looks like a, t- a tactical RPG. Which okay? Why, why call it bakery? It sounds like it maybe she be like a... works in a bakery and she was elevated <laughs> and she had to learn how to kill people to survive, sort of thing. I guess this, this is very false advertising. I want a bakery RPG. I want a, ba- I want a, a tactical legit... baking RPG. Yes, <laughs> that is just one of the. I know a lot of these Japanese RPGs and other games have some weird names, but this is one of the more weirder names I've read. Yeah. Before. Reverse, Reverse collapse. collapse. Code name bakery. It's been pushed next year, so if you were waiting for that remake, sorry. 
Okay. Oh, somebody beat me to it. <laughs> um, and news directly related to Josh. Um, there's a new update for Fantasian that adds Void Realm and New Game Plus. I guess you need to beat the game first before you can take advantage of New Game Plus, huh? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's kind of a prereq. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, and it looks not like story spoilers. What's going on here? So I'm not even going to read what happens. Yeah. Um, so the Void Realm is an additional story challenge that sees players attempting hey, no, to no, destroy. No, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. That's probably uh, spoilers. Never, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Let I, me know when they have an easy mode. Then I'll. Then I'll yeah. <laughs> Will do. Um, and yeah, the new game plus mode lets players start a new adventure and retain all of their character levels. Like, it's a shame that you can't, like, just stop the game and restart. Well, now we want can... every game to just be a roguelike. <laughs> like, yeah. Can I just start not? over and get all that experience again, but stack it on top of what I know already? <laughs> well, why not? Uh, right. Dragon Quarter did it. Yeah. Oh, um, people have so, split yeah. opinions on Dragon Quarter. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, they do. <laughs> I am in Camp Hate. That game sucks. <laughs> I'm sure wheels will at me. Um, Tell me about Table of Tales. See, I keep reading that stupid title as Tales of Tables. I know. It's the new okay, Tales of game, just... Tales of Tables. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me. You work in an Ikea and then go on a special anime adventure through the meatball department. I don't know what's going on here. So this is a tabletop setting. And with looks, VR. In yeah, VR. It a VR. Oh, it's game. a VR game and you the the characters on the tabletop look like they move, though it's hard to tell because these are all pictures. And you've got cards that control what you can choose to do and and it's in VR, well, so you'll throw up at the end of it. So it'll be great. Well well, no, that that's the big thing. Like it was originally released in twenty nineteen in PSVR and now the Steam version that, that has just come out has a non VR mode, so you can play it without having a VR headset. Yeah, I'm gonna just pass. <laughs> What's interesting is that um I make miniatures with Hero Forge, which is a company that like has a three D generated thing. Where um, you can make your character and then you can either have it 3D printed or export the files so that you can 3D print it yourself. Mm -hmm. And it also gives you an option to have the file be exported in a way that you can put it in Tabletop Simulator. Hmm. And I wonder if that would also be compatible with this or if it'd be like a completely different system. Probably a different system, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Just could be interesting. It's uh, things that we could be doing later on someday. Like you could do all kinds of cool stuff with VR and that. Yeah. Um, Blue Reflection Second Light has gameplay a gameplay trailer and introduces more characters. Um, yep. Two characters yep, that revealed. Is, that's yeah, what's going a, on there. Yeah. It is a school ass RPG. <laughs> I like when it. when the this scene started where they show the characters around the table. You can see them spawn and their hair fall down into place as the physics starts affecting the hair. I don't know if you could see that, but like if you watch it on the on the stream here, she goes in the room, she approaches a table, clicks a button, then character models, hair falls into place. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right. Oh gust. <laughs> gust, you're so crazy. So what is this game about? I have no clue. Okay, I didn't even cool. play the first one. All right, yeah. 
It's a bunch of kids in a school, and they go to an alternate dimension where they fight stuff. Okay. Great. Oh, so Next. it's Persona. Yeah. It's... Yeah, but it's all girls. That's... So mm-hmm. that it's got that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, talked about and... Delta Rune. That's out. So. Yeah, yeah, Delta Rune's out now. Um, it's on Steam. Chapters one and two are on Steam, and it, Ichigo. Is that how you say the name of that site? I think yeah, Ichigo. Yeah, yeah. Ichigo. Why is it Ichigo, on sorry. Uh, Switch? Um, I think they're probably working on the Switch port right now. What's so, up with the, uh, so is this game just going to be free? No. So they released a status update, and apparently the next goal is to complete chapters three, four, and five. And um, it looks like the next three chapters are going to be paid. And according to Wario64, it looks like Deltarune is going to be more than Undertale as far as price. And that chapters three through five are going to be released at the same time. Now, the menu in that game shows that there's going to be seven chapters. How many so hearts were there? Like, more... hey. Wait, how many hearts were there in Undertale? I think seven. Uh-huh. I think. Okay. Interesting. It's been a while. I'm blanking. And, um, yeah, there was... Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh... And like I said, you, um, you don't have to have played the first game and have your save file, but it's definitely recommended because pro- a lot of progress carries over. And I forgot to mention this. When I first installed the game last night, it was uh, pretty buggy because it, I, I had a controller plugged in and it kept crashing on me and, you know, went to the same forms to see what was going on. And, and apparently um, controller support was just crashing it. And this morning they released an update to fix it. Hmm. So I, I was like very frustrated last night trying to play it on a keyboard. So I'm glad that they fixed it pretty, pretty quick. Um, you can look at the game's official website on, I think it's deltarune.com for more details. And yeah, definitely exciting news for me. And then our last news story for the week, Arisen Chronicles of Varnagal is hitting early access next week. And this does not look like a normal early access game. This looks like one of those, uh, you know, visual novel RPG things, which I don't think of as early access of things that go through early access. But maybe that's my bias going there. Also, watching this trailer, I have no clue what the heck the combat is. It's just like images. All I know is there's slavery. And then people becoming free, and then there's monsters and dragons, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't get the RPGs and oh, access either. Wait, you're just at the very end, stuff. hold on, at the very end, we've got two people facing each other, one a king, one not a king, and they're, they're, they've got hands of cards. So this must be a world where f- disputes are settled with children's card games. I may be all in Cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Arisen is a narrative-focused something. We're missing a noun here. With players expressing themselves using cards representing five emotions. Joy, anger, fear, sadness, and disgust. Choices impact the cards available in the deck, potentially granting new response opportunities down the line and access to multiple endings. It's set in the original fantasy world of Varnagal, with the player character being kidnapped by foreign soldiers and sold into slavery on the island of Masialat, or Machialat. It was a Kickstarter game. It was successful in 2020. It's coming out next year. And there you go. So very narrative 
probably josh probably right on with that yeah looks like it okay wait we're out of news yeah that was all the news (sighs) there was really no news this week um darkest dungeon has got an early access date and uh what is the date on that that yeah uh october 26th it will be out in early access on epic and yeah that that, that is the last thing exclusively on epic so go launch your protest (laughs) and that is it there was really not much this week okay well here's what's coming out oh go ahead isn't tokyo game show coming up soon yeah, is that two week? Is that one week or two weeks from now? I forget. Thursday, hey, September thirtieth like a... through Sunday, October third. So isn't there like weeks. a new Sega RPG news that people are excited about, and then it's just a mobile game? That would not surprise me. That was like a day or two ago. Well, wasn't that? Um... Oh, so it's not the uh, the. Dis... <laughs> Remember, we had the new Shining Force game. That's a mobile game, right? <laughs> No, it's like it's like this week they're Sega teased the new RPG to be shown at either Tokyo Game Show or some show they had coming up, and it's a mobile RPG. Yeah, so uh, Sega's now launched a website and released a new trailer for its new RPG in quotes, which has confirmed it is a mobile game. And so you can go watch the trailer and be disappointed that the. Um, we don't get real games anymore. That's not true. We've got so many well, games well, to play. <laughs> Sega, Sega has a big RPG coming out next week, don't they, Chris? Like, um, Lost Judgment. <laughs> yes! Which has From inspired a friend team. of mine to play the first uh, Judgment. Good. First Judgment's good. And the reviews on Lost Judgment have been really positive so oh, far. Good. So. Yeah, that's, that's going to be really good. Go and see what is likely to be the last car- game starring this main character. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, so that's out this week uh, for PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S or X. Also out is Kenna, Bridge of Spirits for PC, PS4, PS5, and Dragon Ball Z Kakarot finally coming to the Switch. So... As with those switch ports, probably worth waiting to see if it's a good port or not. Yeah, yeah see how it goes. Good ports. Yeah. And we've also got two editorials for you to read. Uh, we've got a Dragon Star Veridar review. That's the one yeah, where but... the guy's got to drink the witch blood and becomes a witch or something. Is that that one or? Yeah, it's, I can't remember if this is an idea factory All right. one or not. Yeah. That that that's tracking. Yeah, it is Idea Factory. So um, it's by Ryan Costa. Gave it a two point five out of five. Um, yeah, that that sounds about right for an Idea Factory <laughs> game. We could go research it, but honestly, we could just write it better in our heads. Yeah, and then we've also got a backlogging the year with Scar, aka Yay. Ryan Radcliffe, talks about his uh, streaming escapades. Covers May, June, July, and August. <laughs> That should be lengthy. Yep. Oh, it's it's he's played quite a bit, but he's also got that RPG wheel. He does. And he finishes games on the wheel, which still amazes me. <laughs> How you could ever play your game on there. Yeah, he finished five games in this <laughs> update. That's crazy. Uh, okay. I think that's it for our show. What are you gonna play this week, everybody? It's a short one this time. Uh. I am going to 
attempt to finish Mega Drive Picross so that I can play more Hades. Yay. And I think I think I'm at the very end of Delta Rune Chapter Two. Cool. Um, I didn't mention it earlier. I have been playing Nocturne, and so I'm gonna continue trying to f- wrap that up. It's my bedtime di- game. I play it till I fall asleep, um, because it's pretty easy, and it can play it on the Switch. So I play that in the bed, and then I'm climbing the Kagatsuchi Tower. So I'm real close to the end there. Nice. Weren't you thinking about playing ZHP, Kelly? Oh, um, I've... Deep, Deep Dark Dungeon Man versus the Undulating Ranger. Yep. Yeah. The, um, I don't know when that's supposed to be out because it's on uh, NIS. It's not out yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it's going to be on the NIS Classics Volume Two. Yeah. And I can't remember what release window they had for that. I know I'll be playing it when it comes out again. I think I, I have just... it on. Was it PSP game? Yeah, right? it was a PSP yeah. game. Um, uh, that game is shot up in price too. That's next year in the spring. Has it? Okay. Let's see how much my ZHP is worth. <laughs> <laughs> I know physical copies tend to run pricey, but it's also one the PSN store for like ten bucks. And bear bear in mind if you're gonna get the Switch version, um, Jonathan, NIS Classics Volume One was a very bare bones port. Was it? Oh yeah. Yeah, they didn't add any new features to any either game that they put on that. It's just like straight up. Yeah, I remember being very tempted to get it, and then it was like, oh, it's really expensive for what it is, and then I didn't. So it sounds like maybe it wasn't worthwhile, or do you think it was worthwhile? It depends on if you have the original copies or not, or how bad you want to play them portably. So if I have the original PS2 copies? Yeah. Then no. Yeah, I mean, I I had them too, but I never, I was wanting to play through uh, Phantom Brave again, and I hadn't touched Soul Nomad, and for me, the Switch is kind of the perfect strategy RPG system, so it it was worth it for me. I think my Soul Nomad's still sealed. Yeah, you could probably get a pretty penny for that now, too. Instead of having to sell it. What do you get to play this week, Jonathan? Well, probably Baldur's Gate. Two enhanced edition. That that that'll that'll fill a month or two. Yeah. So <laughs> by the next time on the podcast, I'll be halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sounds right. What about you, Josh? Oh, obviously, Lost Judgment. Oh, I was going to say Fantasian, right? Return. <laughs> nope. Nope. What about you, Chris? Um, I, like I said earlier, I'm going to be oh, playing Nocturne, but I'm also going to be playing more Tales of Arise, and hopefully. Uh, well, I want to say finishing Hades, but I don't know how long it takes to get the final ending from the second ending. So I don't know. Um, I'll be playing oh, more Hades. Oh, there's multiple endings. Uh, it's they count. It's more like progression, like which set of credits, uh, sort of thing. Like, it, like what form of late game are you in? <laughs> uh, I guess is a way to look at it. But yeah, story progression. Yeah. So I'm close to the next big step in that and then i don't know how long it takes to get to the last big step in the story progression so we'll see gotcha Um, yeah so it's fun and so yeah i'm just having fun with these three games so oh four games i got four games i got a game for every room of the house that i'm in plus one so i'm all set i'm all set (sighs) i think that's uh that's it let's go play our games Yes. I hope you've had Sounds fun listening good. to the show. If you'd like to give us feedback about uh, what walls you've hit in uh, games, either mental or actually just 
can't get over the gameplay, uh, write into um, uh, uh, write into the show thread on the show on the show on the site rpgamer.com. Go to podcast RPG Cast. Click the latest thread. Put your comment right there, and we'll read it here on the show. You can also send an e- uh, a voicemail at six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight asking if the horse is still available, and uh, you will not receive a response because um, of course not. Um, and the horse is all long gone. It's glue now. And, uh, that's, uh, I think that's it. We're live every week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. We hope to see you here live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Kelly, words of wisdom for the listeners. Um, play Delta Run. Uh, don't eat yellow snow. That's always good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, what other words of wisdom do I have? Drink um, plenty of water. Drink plenty yes, of water. Drink. <laughs> Thank get, you, Get your vaccine. <laughs> get um, your vaccine. That's a word of wisdom. I like that one. Yes. I'd like to leave the house again. Get your vaccine, please. Don't take horse pills to cure COVID. Do not take horse pills ever. They're not dosed for you. Even if you want meds that are in horse pills, there are human doses of those meds that are more appropriate if they were to be appropriate, which, by the way, it turns out it's not an appropriate med. Don't take them. Oh, and pet your cat. Yeah, go pet your cat. Unless your cat doesn't want to be pet, pet, then don't force it. Just admire it from across the room and say, you're a good kitty. Let's play. I I am petting my cat right now. I'm actually, after the show, going to run to Joanne's to get one of our cats a new basket. Yay. Uh, What? (laughs) They they need a (laughs) basket? (laughs) They like like to sleep in baskets, and um, they wanted to get a new one for Jack. Okay. Did he do something to his old one? No, it just um we got a, he has a new spot that he likes to lay in, oh. so we were gonna put a basket there and maybe he likes it because there's no it. basket there. No, he'll he'll oh, okay. trust me, he'll get okay. in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you don't get cat beds, you get baskets. So it's like I mean they naturally this started because we kept um our chips and a basket on the kitchen table. Uh-huh. And I I was like, why are my chips always crushed? Oh, because <laughs> the cats are laying in that basket on top of the chips. Were the chips in a bag at least, or were they just were yeah, you well, yeah, they were chips? Bag. They were, oh, okay. No, it was like those uh, variety packs like, Got it. that yeah. you get that I just, I d- dump them all, all out in the basket and pick one to go to work with. And it's like, man, my chips are always crushed. <laughs> Who wants oh, to lay on top of that? Why are they sleeping? <laughs> you know what I want to go to bed on? A pile of chips. <laughs> but it annoys you, Relaxing. Chris, so it's great. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you forget the number one rule of cats. If it fits, I sit. Yes, all right. Well, I think this podcast no longer fits, so time's to shut it down. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.